Section 6 of the Fosti. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Arnie Horton. The Fosti by Ovid. Translated by John Benson Rose. Section 6. 10. Callens Martius Terminalia. Another night, another honored day, to Terminus we Terminalia pay. God, or of wood or stone, whichever you be, marking the bounds, you claim divinity. Two landlords crown thee, one on either side, two chaplets offer, and two cakes provide. The altar rises, and the peasant dame brings in a broken sherd, the fuel flame. A senior chops the wood and piles it high, and pites the branches on land high and dry. And whilst he blows the bark into a low, a boy stands by with canister to throw. Fruits of the earth three times into the flame. His little daughter meantime doth the same. With honeycomb others the like with wine, and all things else they have to flame consign. Garmented white, strict silence they maintain, so unto Terminus the lamb is slain. Or sucking pig, for pork he scorneth not, the neighbors there assembled on the spot, chanting the praise of Sanctus Terminus, cities and nations great and populous, save but for you would litigate and jar, you no ambition have, you steadfast are and firm in your integrity and hold the ancient limit bounds unbribed by gold had thyria been so marked in days of old by termini three hundred brave and bold had been preserved no would athraides have built the trophy signed by blood of his ah me what patriot blood unduly spilt what happened when the capital was built when all the gods yielding to jove withdrew save terminus the ancient tellus who now shares that fame with jove therefore its roof is pierced that he may see the stars aloof since then o terminae thou art not free to chop and change about in levity where thou art placed remain lest so it prove thou givest to man what thou deniest to Jove. If plough or harrow hurtle thee, cry out, This land is mine, friend, mind what you're about. There is a road on the Laurentian plain that mark the limit of the Darden rain. The sixth stone from the city marks the way, and there a sheep to terminus we slay. All nations have their termini, save Rome the orbs in herbs romana and our home seven calens martius regifugium the flight and abdication of the king which we commemorate today i sing tarquinius was the last held sovereignty over the roman realm a warrior he as mighty as unjust cities he won and held or raised but gabii was o'erthrown by villainy three sons he had the youngest of the three plainly the offspring of superbus he 
entered by silent night in gabii the guard prepared to smite smite said the boy please them who me have lacerated thus please ye my brothers and tarquinius twas moonlight and they looked and saw in truth the wheels upon the shoulders of the youth they wept and pitied him nay asked that he would sojourn with them and their leader be he cunning and they unsuspicious fools he potent grown sends one of his base tools unto tarquinius bidding him to tell the mode and method gabions to quell tarquinius walked within his garden bound where flowed the rivulet with pleasant sound round beds of lilies with his staff the king smote off the highest heads so answering the secret mission when the messenger reported this i understand my sire sextus replied and straightway havoc made amongst their best and bravest and betrayed the naked walls of gabii but after this occurred a prodigy at sacrifice the entrails broiling on the fanes were snatched thence by a snake an embassy dispatched consulted phoebus thereupon who made response oracular who e'er he said should kiss his mother first should victor be all understood that response literally and rushed to kiss their mothers brutus prone fell to the ground brutus assumed the tone of folly to escape the insidious snares of dread regality he the response hears and kissed his mother earth whilst all around thought and believed he stumbled to the ground and ardea was besieged e'en then by rome with tedium of blockade most wearisome the foemen would not fight the soldiery or waste or spend their moments as they may the young tarquinians feasted at his board his friends and comrades he assumed the word addressing them this stubborn idea here keeps us from patriot gods and spouses dear i marvel if our partners pine for us and watchful wake with love solicitous all burst in wordy praise each one avows with wine to aid the virtue of his vows when collatinus rising cried away no faith but in the fact away i say night cometh on to horse we'll visit home they saddle and away and borne to rome they sought the regal roofs no warders sound then challenged at the gate within they found the dame the royal dame with chaplet wreck fallen from the brow and pendant on the neck drunken with wine they hurried from the sight and sought lucretia by one dim lamp's light they found her midst her maids a sorting woe which lay around her couch in baskets full and saying softly to them tis full time that this lucerna's finished morning's prime must see it posted to my lord so now tell all you know and all you hear i trow ye hear far more than i how goes the war o ardia hateful warriors better far 
than you can muster you detain from home i know that very soon your fall will come i should not fear i should more patience have but that my dauntless husband is so brave ever where war is densest tremors run throw my cold veins when wars i dream upon and tears stood in her eyelids dropped the thread from out her hand and dropped her comely head upon her bosom grief you could not blame so well her face and feelings it became wife dearest wife behold me and she sprung upon her husband's neck and there she hung its sweetest burden but the regal youth and fraught with envy all devoid of ruth burnt with a lover's fires as he viewed the form dependent on her spouse endued with blushes red and white with auburn hairs beauty all unadorned drunk in his ears her sobs and loving words and morio e'er knew with sinking soul how they were leal and true but now the bird prenunciate of day proclaims the morning and away away they post again to camp but memory engages sextus he hath fallen the prey to feelings uncontrolled her voice and mien live in his mind all all that he had seen her needlework her hair her faultless face as the swollen broken billow leaves its trace upon the surface of the placid sea so doth his soul disdain the memory her beauty and her virtue leave behind and now he meditates in troubled mind to compass her by wrong some god says he some god assists the bold so gabbie we won by our daring he girded sword on side and mounted horse collatia threw wide the brazen portal to the regal sun as day was closing dear unwitting one hostis non hospes entereth thy house kindly received as consanguineous o erring minds of mortals gladly she received and entertained her enemy twas night and darkness utter wind sweet bride he with drawn sword thy bridal bed beside avouched his name his royalty and will tarquinius i lucretia lo be still the sword is bared she had no power to speak but silent trembled powerless and weak so trembleth the poor lamb when she beholds the raiding wolf beleaguering the folds nor can resist nor flee upon her breast where never hand save one before had pressed his hand coerces but nor prayers nor threats avail him aught infuriate he gets and swears to slay her and the slave and swear caught in the act adulterous they were the maiden fall throw fear of loss of fame dost thou rejoice o victor dost thou claim praises for victory thou hast to-night made forfeit of thy regal sovereign right and morning dawned and as the dames appear who mourn for sons at funerals with hair dishevelled so she sate and summoned from the camp her husband and her sire who come straight at her summons and with wondering eyes 
asked why and wherefore she did obsequies. She could not speak, she could not make reply. Only she hid her face and heaved the sigh. Her husband and her father soothed until themselves they caught infection of the ill. Three times she strove to speak, three times she failed. A fourth time with her eyes down bent prevailed. Disgrace unto Tarquinius we owe. Speak out the wrong I must and will do so. My deep disgrace. And then the woman spoke. All that the woman could when off she broke. She wept and blushed blood red, but undefiled. The spouse asserts the wife, the sire, the child. The pardon you would grant me, I deny. She said, and with a dagger ruthlessly, smote her own bosom, all her further care, to fall with decency, revile the fair, and bleeding breast, and at their feet to die. The father and the husband fall and lie, upon the corpse oblivious unto shame. But Brutus, present there, belied his name, divulging his true soul, the dripping blade. He drew from forth the breast and raising made oath as he thundered by thy blood i swear blood chaste and noble by thy presence fair thou shalt from henceforth be my deity and banished hence the race of kings shall be down with tarquinius and his house too long have i dissimulated and borne wrong she turned her failing eyes now lustreless but her concussing locks her joy express heroic matron born upon thy beer rome shed the silent and indignant tear before the wound uncovered haranguing was brutus to quiritus gainst the king tarquinius fled the king's last day was come and consuls thenceforth chosen were in rome the swallow's advent look do i see the swallow art thou here true harbinger of spring hast thou no fear of wintry blasts returning yet full oft thou pinest progne sweet for zephyr soft whilst tereus at thy shivering joys aloft three calens martius equirian campus martius of this our second month two days remain only two days and mars across the plain urges his steeds in games equirian graced by his presence since those games began all hail gradivus in good time you come your month is now at hand and feast in rome now we touch port the current month now flees and when we rehoist sail twill be on other seas end of section six